0: what's up y'all? we're back for episode six of the every Conversation Matters <laughs> podcast I'm all this is me Dalton and I'm always joined by my <laughs> great fantastic <laughs> All around just best friend,
1: Jack Mims. How You're you so feeling, funny. bro? I'm so good, bro. I'm um, just doing great. Can't complain.
0: It's just so cool that we get to do this. Like it, <laughs> so it, funny. It, it's just, wow. Like Seriously, we, we have been blown away just by y'all's support, um, y'all reaching out, and just us getting to see a like, physical and like real goodness of God through y'all. Yeah. This, it's just the coolest thing, and we like like y'all always prayed for, every single day, we don't just say that. I know we say that every week, but it's true, and y'all need to know that. Um, and as always, we challenge y'all to get your Bibles out, and take some notes, and just follow along with us, and check us with scripture. So, yeah, and as y'all know, this episode is about Sabbath, and... Oh yeah. I know me and Jack have seen this spiritual discipline like the fruit of it in our own life and how impactful it is for the both of us, and we just can't wait to share what the Lord put on our heart to tell y'all. Um, so with that being said, let me read our theme verse. It's Hebrews 24, I mean Hebrews 10, 24 through 25. And let us watch out for one another to provoke love and good works, not neglecting to gather together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging each other all the more as you see the day approaching. So yeah. Jack. Yes, sir. you want to intro the idea of Sabbath for us?
1: Sure. So, Sabbath is something I don't think is talked about enough, um, as with a lot of things, but Sabbath is one it came to both of our minds to talk about... Um, see, I'm just going to give a quick intro um, and some follow-up points. So the Hebrew for Sabbath is the word Shabbat. Mm. Um, you can kind of see we're you know, pretty similar in appearance. Um, and that means in the Hebrew to stop, or in some translations to delight. Mm. Um, again, it's really cool. Uh, the Hebrew uh, language, like we've kind of talked about before in previous episodes you know it just has different meaning than the English translation sometimes um, and it's really cool when you can go back and see what it meant back then I mean kind of what it encompassed to see how it relates to us today yeah so and Sabbath is a day to do just that um, to stop and delight um, yeah. and Lord and that's very counterintuitive because our world is like go <laughs> all the time um And it's always, like, I feel like the concept of delight is lost in our society, too. Mm, Because they're, like, just, like, moving on to the next thing. Like, there's always something better. Um, like, to stop and delight is, like, antithetical to what this world, like, tells us to do. Um, which is why we should be practicing it because, you know, in order to be holy, as he is holy, we're not supposed to be like the world. Um, so, uh, Sabbath is a literal attack on the world's um, oppressive schedule for us to move on and to go all the time. Um, So I'm going to start up in Genesis 2, 3. Um, Talking about the seventh day, God resting from creation. So here it is. So God blessed the seventh day and made it holy because on it God rested from all his work that he had done in creation. So yeah, God blessed and sanctified the seventh day. And that holds true for us today. Uh, We shouldn't ignore that. Um, It's tough to get into like, you know, on the weekend or whatever day is our Sabbath, or we have free. We're Like, okay, well, I don't have work, but like I need to catch up on some stuff. Um, And it kind of is like a a day off, but it's not a Sabbath. Um, But the Lord here, like, Stopped and and delighted in his creation, and that didn't involve like doing other menial tasks on that day. He like completely set that day aside um, and made it holy. And we're gonna get into later like some practical aspects of what that looks like. Um, but like in creation, there's this cool idea. I don't remember where. I, maybe it was at church. I can't remember. Um, but in that like God instilled in our human being like our DNA to have like a six, on six, off day, sorry, on six, off one rhythm to our week. Yeah. Um, That through, you know, that one day of rest and to stop and to delight, that fuels the other six. Um, And those days are working, like Monday and Tuesday, for example, say if your Sabbath's on Sunday, like Monday, Tuesday, you're kind of, you know, working out of your Sabbath mm-hmm. and then, Wednesday's kind of an in between, and then Thursday, Friday, Saturday, you're like longing towards Sabbath. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of how it works. And there was a, forgive me for not knowing the exact details of this. I just re- I remembered this just now. There was a study done in like in one of the, the Scandinavian countries. I can't remember which one it was, but um, I want to say it was like Sweden or somewhere. I can't remember, but they did an experiment where they tried to increase the work week to over seven days. I think it was ten. Yeah, it was ten. Ten. And, like, in order to increase productivity, but, like, I can't remember the exact stats, but I know, like, suicide rates went up, production went down. um, The exact opposite of what you'd think. So that's just hardcore scientific proven evidence that, you know, the rhythm of six and one is, like, built into humans. Um, And I'm very thankful that, you know, those of us who are in Jesus, and we or y'all are listening, if you don't know Jesus, like we're aware of that, and can like tap into that, um, and can take full advantage of that. Um, so yeah, it's kind of an overview of Sabbath. Uh, I think me and Dalton are gonna give you a little peek into our Sabbath and how we do yeah. it. Um. So I'll go. In, I'll go into mine, and then I'll hand it over to Dalton. So. I'm very thankful in this this season of life where I usually have at least one day with either little to no obligation. So usually that day, ideally for me, is like Saturday. Um, but recently it's been a lot on Sunday, um, which is good. But, for example, I had a Sabbath last Saturday. So I had the whole day free up until a performance on Saturday night. So how I did my Sabbath is I, I set no alarm. I sleep until whenever I wake up. Um, I kind of start my morning the same as my other days. I go into prayer and then I do my quiet time. Usually, my, usually coffee's involved, um, or I'll either go to a coffee shop. That's good too. And like I have no time limit on my on my Bible study. I'll do it until I'm worn out. <laughs> um, no really time limit, and then. For me, kind of the only hard and fast rule on my Sabbath is I don't do laundry, I don't clean the room, I don't do homework. Um, That's kind of, in this season of my life, what I don't do on my Sabbath. And it obviously looks different. It's going to look different for everybody because some people um, don't like to shop on Sabbath. Um, I have not been convicted about that. um, So I went thrifting on my Sabbath. Um, And that was super fun. And I went on a walk. I go on walks on my Sabbath. Um, I may play volleyball or practice or something on my Sabbath. And again, like some people may not consider that, you know, restful, but for me, it's a chance to kind of escape and, you know, enjoy and to delight in the things the Lord has blessed me with, um, such as volleyball or, you know, making coffee or, you know, I don't know, enjoying something beautiful like my. I for design and stuff and aesthetics, um, I kind of lean into that on Sabbath, which is, which has been pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what well, my Sabbath, oh, and I also, huh, if it's on Sunday, my favorite thing to do is go to Publix and get sushi and get ice cream <laughs> and watch a John Mark Homer sermon, um, by myself in my room with a candle lit, um, <laughs> And I go to sleep after that. That is the most jack thing I've ever <laughs> <laughs> And that's just how I do it right now. Um, and it's like a day, and I, I read some, too. That's um, my day to kind of, so I don't, I'm not doing homework that day. So I have a lot of time to read a book. Um, kind of the only genre I read is like Christian genre, mm-hmm. which is fun. I mean, <laughs> so, the best
0: genre to read. I know, you know I know.
1: But I'll read a book. So it's really chill. Like, I'm kind of going around in a circle, but you kind of get the gist of my Sabbath. Uh, so, yeah. Dalton, what about yours?
0: Um, well, I kind of want to intro, like, my, uh, I guess, approach before I explain my Sabbath. Um, so about, I, you know, I think it was in May or June, I read um, Ruthless Elimination of Hurry by John sure. Mark Comer. And if we you have not if you have not read that book, I would very strongly, highly suggest you read that book. It has changed the way I view Sabbath. It's changed the way I view silence and solitude. It it had a huge impact on my relationship with the Lord and my daily time with the Lord. It, you just need to go read it. I'm not going to spoil it, but it, it's a great book. And in that, John Mark Homer kind of so. There's this psychologist, Dallas Willard, who correct me if I'm wrong, Jack, but he is also a Christian.
1: I think I think so. I'm
0: I'm like like 99% sure he is. But he has these two great quotes about eliminating hurry. Like when I say hurry, I mean like busyness and like filling our schedules up with daily tasks, like moving from one thing to the next. So before I like kinda jump into like what Sabbath is I want to read these two quotes from Dallas Willard. You must ruthlessly eliminate hurry from your life. And then here's the second one. It kind of is the reason why for the first one. Hurry isn't the greatest enemy to our spiritual lives. I mean, it's no secret or mystery that our society today revolves around busyness that's probably it's yeah i would make the case that it's been like that ever since sent and entered the world and it's almost like we take pride in how much we get done in a day yeah yeah and we take pride in oh i'm busy today how are you like it, it was like a it's like an ego boosting thing of like oh i was so busy today right but that literally goes against any like everything that Sabbath is and
2: we know when we slow down
0: and we converse with the Lord of prayer and we get in his word and we spend moments throughout our day in silence with him, we know we're met with the ever still and quiet peace we we know that like it's proven like we've seen his mm-hmm. goodness throughout our life but we let our busy schedules get in the way i mean in matthew 11, 20, 30, he says come to me all who are heavy laden and burdened and i'll give you rest rest for your souls i mean i'm kind of
2: paraphrasing but mm-hmm. all we have to do is
0: go to him I mean it's really not that hard to eliminate hurry from your life. It's literally just slowing down and knowing that he's good and going to him throughout our day. But on the on the topic of Sabbath, I want to read Leviticus twenty three three. And this is um when the Lord spoke to Moses. Um Leviticus twenty three three. Work may be done for six days, but on the seventh day, there's to be a Sabbath of complete rest, a sacred assembly. You are not to do any work. It is a Sabbath to the Lord wherever you live.
2: I mean, let me just read that again. Well, one part of it. But on the seventh day, there's to be a Sabbath of complete rest.
0: I mean, literally, how many times do we go through our week or our day and we're like, yeah, I'm at complete rest right now. Yeah. Very, very, very seldom happens in today's society. Because like I said earlier, we've been accustomed to society being so busy, so caught up in the next task, so caught up And worrying about am I being productive? Yes, that's not a technically bad thing or like a sin, but how much better and sweeter is it to devote one entire day to complete rest when we know we need it?
2: Yeah.
0: Like you said, like God literally instilled Sabbath into creation. And you might well, like always, me and Jack have to instill these truths into our lives every single day.
2: And if maybe you're coming up with excuses in your head right now,
0: but it's a clear commandment in Scripture. So with that being said, I'll kind of walk you all through my Sabbath. So I like to do mine on Sunday just because it's the Lord's day, and it's His holy day. And there's no better place to be than a body of believers. That's just why I do it on Sunday. So I wake up about, I'd probably say 8.45, 9 o'clock, Uh, go into prayer. After my shower, I put on my church clothes, <laughs> and go into prayer again just to get my mind and heart ready for the sermon that day and to worship the Lord through song because worship is just not a song. It's your whole life and after church we, you know, we eat lunch in the calf here at UM or go somewhere sometimes and after lunch I, I either get some coffee, I either make some or go to mocha's or carpe diem here in Mobile and I intentionally isolate myself. Just feel like I feel like it's a conviction for me if I try to be around people because Mm -hmm. it's supposed to be a Sabbath. It's supposed to be a time between me and the Lord. And I wanna like make no distractions whatsoever. So after I get coffee I probably go to Commons upstairs here on campus, or go to an outside table. Just somewhere where I know I'm going to be isolated. And I go through the sermon that was just preached to me. I go through it more in depth um, to kind of drag out some more ideas that I see from the text. And then I go through my quiet times through the week, um, study them more deeply, see if I can drag out any more things from that. And then I get ready for Bible studies throughout the week. So I meet with Josh Trimble. Shout out him if you're listening. I love you, bro. And we meet Tuesday and Thursday. We're going... We just finished First Timothy, and we're going through Second Timothy. So I'll read through that text and... Get ready for that. And then I'll get ready for Friday mornings, Bortisserie Bible and Brew. Shout out Jack and Sam. <laughs> and it's just a... Time and a day devoted solely to deepening my walk with the Lord. And without that week, and without being at rest in his word, and at rest with with him in prayer, my week sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Like, just bluntly, like, my week literally
2: sucks. Because, like you said,
0: like, it should, like, that one day should fuel our other six because that's how God instilled it into creation. But yeah, so that's, that kind of intros, I know that's kind of long, we kind of intro our time. So, Jack, do you want to start us out with
2: a, another passage? Yeah. So, kind of this
1: point that we're going to go into now is that Sabbath's not just going to happen. You're not just going to happen upon a Sabbath. Yeah. Um, because of the, re- the realities of our life. Um, they're indeed busy and packed. Um, that's not an excuse. Newsflash. Um, that's not an excuse. Um, there's a great quote that I'm going to read later. <laughs> about excuses. But until then. I'm going to be in Exodus. Uh, Exodus Ezekiel 20. Um, verses 19 through 20. And those verses say. I'm the Lord your God. Walk in my statutes and be careful to obey my rules. And keep my Sabbaths holy, that they may be a sign between me and you, that you may know that I am the Lord your God. Mm. So, like I said, Sabbath isn't just going to happen. Um, It's kind of weird that you we have to work, the idea of working for our Sabbath, so we can work out of that Sabbath. Come on. <laughs> mm that's just how that works cuz you're like i'll do it if it happens like no it's going to take you like ruthlessly going through your schedule to be like okay and going to be completely honest sometimes i get it you can't block off a whole day cuz you can't be like mm like last weekend i had a performance i was in i can't be like sorry um i can't perform cuz i'm now having my sabbath like
0: But you do make time for your priorities.
1: You do make time for your priorities, but I understand there are things you can't get out of. Like, you can't just neglect responsibilities. But, like, my day up until 7 p.m. was... I mean, and performance was devoted to the Lord, too. Um, like, that was most definitely worship. But I was with people, and, you know, it was something I had to do, or got to do. But every moment up until that point was by myself. Um... With Jesus. But, yeah, or like Adult was saying, our week should be fueled by the time we take to fully devote a day to the rest and worship of Jesus. Because there was a a week, uh, a few weekends ago, I didn't have a Sabbath because I had pretty much all-day affairs on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, So I couldn't. Like, I was up early every single day. Um... And it was a great weekend, don't get me wrong, but, like, I had no day, like, me and Jesus, like, I was with people all the time. Um, and, like, the that Monday was so hard after that Sunday, because I just didn't feel ready for the week, so it was, like, day eight of my week. Um, and I was just not doing good, and I was like, wow, it's just the importance of Sabbath, it wasn't like I neglected it, I just, like, that's, it didn't work out that way. I, I couldn't, like, do anything like that, I couldn't get out of that, um but that's just all for the importance of having one cuz i like i felt so out of it i'm like i was so drained um i don't know so kind of some practical, practical examples of you know blocking out a day for sabbath um like i said uh, finishing homework early um, in order to not do homework or study on a day and i know that sometimes you you feel like you need to um but I promise it's worth it if you just devote that day fully to the Lord and show Him that your priorities lie and spending time with Him, not a test. Um, sorry if that steps on some toes, but it's facts.
3: Um, uh,
1: this is pretty cool. Enjoying the things of the Lord, I feel like we don't think of often. Like, enjoying a good meal, that's a sign of God's provision. um, And that's worship, too. <laughs> So, eat some good food on Sabbath. Um, You may have to say no to some potentially good things on Sabbath. Uh, A.k.a. not hanging out with friends, like intentionally being by yourself, like choosing solitude.
3: Um,
0: But know that when you still stick to the Sabbath, you get more out of that, like sticking to Sabbath, than you would saying yes to a certain thing.
1: Right, right, right. But yeah, so just encompassing all that, like basically saying no to mostly good things in order to get alone with Jesus. Um that's hard sometimes. But and like I said, also take time to enjoy the pleasures of the Lord. Uh some examples of that may be like going on a walk um with no music, no external stimuli, no maybe leave your phone in your room, no apple watch, no, no sense of time, yeah. no connection. Um, that's good. Uh, thanking God for um, the ability to make something out of nothing, like the act of creation, such as making a cup of coffee, or writing, or, or journaling, or drawing, or so, anything like that. Like, creating is in line with the character of Jesus um, and the character of God, because, you know, He created the world. Um, and if you look around, it's kind of pretty. Uh, God delights in pretty things. Uh so enjoy those things. Um I don't know remember who it was. probably comer. <laughs> but he was like he sits in his chair and just looks out the window. Like <laughs> so so cool. And just like I don't know. Just just existing, just being in the presence of God.
0: Being who Jesus
2: made you to be. Yeah. Being human. Being human.
1: Mm, that sounds all like sounds pretentious and whatever, but like literally just sitting there and just being in the presence of the Lord is just so countercultural. It, it it's gonna sound, you know. And it might be weird at first, right? Because it's not of the world, so it's gonna be weird because it's different than what the world tells us to do. So that's why it's gonna feel odd. But when you do that, you're like constantly saying no to the world and yes to Jesus. Um, and the more you do that, the more you work that muscle, it's going to get easier, and you'll enjoy him more. It's just so cool. Um, yeah, and our, our Sabbath should make us the people of restfulness as opposed to people of relentlessness. That was a quote uh, from Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. Uh, there's a Sabbath chapter. Well, yeah, there's a, yeah, there's a Sabbath chapter in that book, um, and we kind of pulled from some of that. So yeah, people of restfulness, not relentlessness, um, because our
0: hearts will be restless until we rest in His presence.
1: Right. Mm. And throughout the week, because of our Sabbath, we should work from love, not for love. Come on. And that's incredibly hard, to be completely honest. Um, and I'm still struggling. With, like I still struggle with that, and we still do. I know I have recently, like, and what I doing and like am and what I'm doing throughout the week? Am I working for, like from love? Because Jesus loves me first, or am I working for the love and approval of people? And Jesus, which is fun fact, we don't have to work for approval <laughs> his, his son was enough, so he just wants us. He doesn't want us to try
2: to be worthy because it's not possible.
1: Anyway, that's kind of my my little bit on it. Dalton, what you got?
0: So I'm gonna be in Hebrews four nine through eleven. Therefore a Sabbath rest remains for God's people. For the person who has entered this rest has rested from his own works. <laughs> just as God did from his let us then make every effort to enter that rest so that no one will fall into the same pattern of disobedience. Mm. Sabbath is essential to the believer. Without a Sabbath, we're more apt to fall into a, a repetitive sin cycle. I mean, God... I mean, I know I said this earlier, but God literally instilled Sabbath into creation and into us. Even He had a Sabbath. Like, the God of the universe, in His perfect being in nature, rested and had a Sabbath. I know we say this a lot, (laughs) but it's true. If the God of... if God Almighty needed a Sabbath, how much more do we need it? And why do we think we don't need it? Because we're imperfect, and he's perfect, and he had one. And since we're imperfect, we need it infinitely more than he does. Mm. Because Sabbath is a form of worship back to the Lord.
2: Mm. And
0: when you when we don't do it, it's saying, "You know what god i'm i'm good i'm I'm better than you this week, and you don't deserve me resting, yikes,
2: yeah, it's true, mm. because
0: like verse eleven says, "Let us then make every effort to fall into that rest." It's not going to happen unless we do it. Like what Jack was saying earlier. Sabbath is like one of the. Spiritual disciplines that like. As long as fasting. It's like more of a physical. Thing. That it's not. It's literally not going to happen unless. We make a point to do it. Like all of the spiritual disciplines are like that. But like. Fasting and Sabbath. Are like. Very closely related. And we're going to have a fasting episode later on. So you'll get some more info on that as well. But we have to make every effort to do it. Because even though God instilled it into creation and our very being longs and yearns for it. We still have to make time for it. We still have to make, like what verse 11 says, to make every effort to enter that rest. Oh, and, and and by the way, you don't need to pray about keeping a Sabbath, because it's a clear command in Scripture.
1: Yeah. Ain't like, no questions about it. Ain't.
0: Are you calling me to have a Sabbath? Uh, no. No, like, it's for your sanctification. <laughs> you
1: need to have one.
0: <laughs> like, it's for our sanctification, and it's clear command in Scripture, so we don't need to, like, think too hard about if we need to do this. Right. Because it's clear command. Yeah, because our our very souls yearn for that stillness and rest. Because we like it, it, literally would not happen unless we make time for it. Because, like I said earlier, we make time for our priorities, and we're gonna work around and make things happen for the things we care about, mm-hmm. and where our heart is. Um, I mean, <laughs> why would we not want to keep a Sabbath when we know it glorifies the Lord? It's a form of worship back to the Lord. We get rest from it. We're spiritually heightened from it. And it's it, <laughs> it's literally a day, a sole twenty-four hour period where it's you and the Lord. Like who wouldn't like who would not want a full day? Where everything is set aside and you're isolated with the God of the universe, God Almighty. And it's for your sanctification to be closer and more like Jesus. There's no logical excuse to not keep a Sabbath. Preach, bro. Like, it's... I mean... Our relationship with the Lord, everything is positive in it, no matter what circumstances we may face. Because it, it's all for our sanctification. Because as First Thessalonians 4, the will for our life is sanctification. I can't remember the exact verse. I think, Jack, are you looking? Yeah, I'll look it up. Okay. I, I, we, we're going through First Thessalonians on Fridays, um, so I remember that from this past week. But yeah.
1: Yeah, you're right. Four three. My fault.
0: Four three. Okay. Yeah. Um but we if we know that Sabbath literally has all of these positives our only ex the only excuse that people make is
2: because I don't have time for it.
0: I mean I'm sorry, but that's just not gonna cut it.
2: Yeah.
0: Like we like I said earlier, we make time for what where our heart is, and what priorities we have. There's just no logical excuse to not keep a Sabbath, because, like I said, it's a form of worship. It glorifies the Lord. We get rest. We're spiritually heightened from it. And that we work out of that day from the whole week. I mean, think of Jesus in the episode in episode two, we kind of talked about silence solitude for a little bit. And when Jesus fasted and when, when he was in the wilderness for those 40 days, he was at his spiritual strongest when he was just him and the Lord for 40 days.
2: Yeah. And that's it.
0: So, that would, that's kind of, that's kind of my take on it. And Like, I just want to hone in on verse 11. Well, I just want to read my my passage here again. Hebrews 4, 9 through 11. Therefore, a Sabbath rest remains for God's people. For the person who has entered his rest has rested from his own works, just as God did from his. Let us then make every effort to enter that rest so that no one will fall into the same pattern of disobedience. So, yeah. That's my take. It's a full day devoted to the Lord, and we get closer to Him. We're in His presence all day, and we're worshiping Him through it. And it's my it's my favorite day of the week.
1: Oh, <laughs> hands down. So, hands down.
0: As we're kind of wrapping up, Jack, do you have some application advice for us?
1: Yes, I do. So, first of all, this is not going to look the same for everybody. I'm aware. I know some people, like some of my friends in the soda or in the music department, for those who don't go to UM, uh, y'all are traveling all weekend. And I'm aware you physically can't be like, deuces, I'm out for a whole day. You can't do that. I know. But... That's just—I don't know. It's not really the same for everybody, and that's just something you got to work out with the Lord. Um, maybe it's a day during the week that you have maybe a few less classes.
0: We don't have classes on Friday.
1: Yeah, no class on Friday. Um, but again, if y'all travel on Friday, um, even if it's like half the day, or any chance you can just devote solely to the Lord and like in prayer be like, Jesus, I physically cannot. Be isolated, this whole, not isolated, be alone with you the whole day. But I know it's important and you have, you have all I, this is all I can give you um, right now, time-wise, but I know it's important and I'm making it a priority as much as I can. Um, and kind of on the flip side of that, like, <laughs> I wrote down, I'm not, I'm not, and we're not like a single 30-year-old white woman with no kids. Or with two kids, rather. Like, we're not in the same season of life as that. We're not. We're 20-year-old guys in college. <laughs> so our habits are going to look different from, I mean, certain people. Like from our parents, for example. Or our grandparents. Like, those are going to look different. But the question we must ask is, um, are we devoting... A day, ideally. Fully, 24 hours, solely to the Lord. In whatever season and capacity the Lord has placed us in. Um, yeah, so, I mean, suggestions that we mentioned, how we do our Sabbaths. Feel free to take some of those suggestions. If they don't work for you, cool. Try something else. Um, because, like I said, some people don't like shopping on Sabbath. I do. Um, Some people don't like spending money on Sabbath. I mean, I, I do sometimes, um, and there's no, like, hard and fast, like, schedule in the Bible of how this is how you should all do your Sabbath identically. Like, the only rule is, like, rest and worship of God. And keep it holy. And keep it holy. So separate from your other days. Um, so, like, errands are, are kind of off-limits for Sabbath. Um, so stuff like that. Uh. Here we go. Yeah, I said I know some folks' seasons won't allow for a full day of purely solitude. But this is the quote I was mentioning earlier: "God rested." Yeah, but I'm not really into Sabbath. I'm an extrovert and just like to stay busy. God rested. Yeah, I get the Sabbath thing, but I work a demanding job that I love and just can't make the time because God rested. Yeah, but I have two little kids at home and I'm just not really—it's not really doable right now. Maybe later when—do I need to say it again? God rested.
0: Well, I guess it. If God of the universe did it how
1: how much more do we need to do it? Yeah. And that was attributed to John Mark Homer. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> if you're around
0: me and Jack, we'll probably quote John Mark Homer at least once a day.
1: Oh, easy. Easy. Um, but he Sabbath so well. Like I know he's we we know he's a sinner, but like he's just really I mean, there's no doubt that the Lord is, like, mightily working in his life. And his, he's very far along in the sanctification journey and relationship with Jesus. Um, And it's so cool to see that it's going to continue the rest of his life. But, like, right now, to see the fruits of him being obedient is just really, really cool to watch and to read about. Um, But, yeah, it's kind of my application. So, kind of no excuses. Yeah. Um, But, you know, it's between you and the Lord. Like. It's not a legalistic thing. Like, don't do it because, like, I have to do this because I have to do this. Like, it should be a delight, not drudgery. Like, Sabbath should fuel our week.
0: And it's, the, it's literally a joy to obey right. the Lord's commands. Right. It's not a burden. If you truly love the Lord, then your, like, the greatest joy is to obey his commands. Yeah. And be, and be obedient. So, my application advice is, this is kind of what, what I do. Um, and like, like Jack said, it may not work for every, every person, but I do feel like it's very applicable to most people's lives. So stay off your phone as much as possible. Like I'm pro, I'm on do not disturb for most of the day, except at night when I either call my parents or something like that and study scripture most of the day. Like that is the main thing I do throughout my day. And that's how I keep it holy, that's how I just devote the day to the Lord, just being with him in his word. And also pray throughout the day, like Sabbath is very closely related to prayer. Like You can't have one without the other. (laughs) If we're going to keep a holy day holy, we need to be praying. And intentionally isolate yourself so that there's no distractions between you and the Lord. That's just, I feel like that's a no-brainer. Like, you can't be with your girlfriend all day. You can't be with your best friend throughout the day. Like, it's you in the Lord's day. And when you're in His presence by yourself, it's one of the coolest things to be with Him throughout the day in that. And I forgot to mention this earlier, but I also go in a prayer walk that night, like Jack said, don't I don't bring my I do bring my phone, but it's on Do Not Disturb, just so I can have my noise canceling earbuds in. I don't listen to music, but I just try to limit as much sound as possible. And there's nothing to it but to do it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the very most simple application advice I could give is to just do it. It may seem weird at first, and it did to me and, until I started this a couple months ago, and I cannot tell you how much the Lord has worked in my life through Sabbath and how it's just impacting my sanctification and my walk with the Lord and my my outlook on the weeks oh my gosh so much better absolutely and so yeah Jack, do you have anything else before we end this episode on Sabbath?
1: I don't think so, bro Oh, just highly recommend getting Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. Yes, yes, yes. Um, probably the most beautiful other than the Bible. Beautiful chapter on Sabbath I think I've ever read. Um, highly recommend. And it's kind of it's discounted right now on Amazon, so go get it because I just bought it for a friend at Sam Malone. <laughs> so, go get it. Yeah. Go get it. So, yeah. That's our episode on Sabbath.
0: And then again, we have me and Jack we teach these truths to ourselves every single day.
2: Mm-hmm. We
0: promise you we do. This is not... Wait, wait, we're doing this out of love. And if you're not keeping a Sabbath right now, I, would, I wouldn't I would love you as a brother or sister in Christ if I didn't tell you to keep a Sabbath. So that would be my closing application advice. But yeah. As always, you can follow us on Instagram at e. C. M period podcast, and we hope y'all's week is amazing, your day is amazing, and just filled with the Lord's presence and goodness, and y'all are prayed for daily, I know we say that a lot, but me and Jack really do mean that y'all are loved dearly, Mm. and just thank y'all for the support, and like always, it's just the coolest thing to be involved, just a small part of y'all's walk with the Lord, it's just the coolest thing to see. The fruits of that. So, and if you want to be featured on our Instagram, guy or girl, doesn't matter, as a listener spotlight that we post on Wednesdays,
2: reach out to us. So, yeah. We love y'all. Y'all being prayed for. And we'll see y'all next week. See ya.